0: Welcome to the Spiritual and Rich AF Podcast, where we talk about all things business, wealth, pleasure, and spirituality. I'm Denise Finery, and as your life and business coach, I blend grounded business strategy with the highest level of mindset work supported by the energetics that brings you into deeper alignment with your sacred work and allows you to live your dream life. Each week, I'll help you elevate the powerful message that wants to come through you and activate your aligned brand. That is the deepest expression of your felt purpose. We will do this by opening up to the energy that allows you to create, receive, and have more visibility, wealth, and impact. It's a new paradigm, one where you are well-paid for your gifts and fulfillment is your natural state. It's time to align and ascend in your life and business by just listening to this podcast the transmissions and transformations begin. You ready? Because you can be spiritual and rich AF. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Today marks a two-year anniversary for the podcast. So if you didn't know, the podcast was called Making the Shift, and that launched in November 13th, November 13th of 2020. And so just Couple of days ago I hit my two year anniversary and so I just wanted to take a moment to just express gratitude to all of you who have been listening. And you know, if you've been listening from the beginning or you just found this podcast, I want to just thank you so much. I know that your time is valuable and you want to have, you know you want to be entertained and you want to be educated and you want to be inspired. And so the fact that many of you have chosen this podcast to, you know, fill your time with is just, it's not lost on me. And so I just want to express my gratitude and say happy birthday to the podcast for two years. It's been such a great place where I just get to show up and be me and share my voice and share my ideas. And I want to just as a reminder to all of you, this podcast, for me, has been such a great reminder of how your voice really matters. The ideas that you have, they matter. The things that you want to test out in your business and you want to try, those concepts, those things that like maybe you're not seeing anybody else do, but you have this like nudge all of those things matter, <laughs> and this podcast to me is just one vehicle that you can you can use. You can use a podcast, um, you could use a, 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 an online group. You you don't even have to use social, right? If you chose not to use social to share your message, right? Like this is the, this just happens to be one medium. It's the, one of the mediums that I chose but it's just a reminder to all of you that your business matters. The mission that you have on your heart, it matters no matter how you choose to share it. It's actually something that I teach my clients and it's one of the things I really pride myself on inside my business, is inside my programs rather, is that no two clients have the same exact business. There's just like none of that cookie cutter stuff that I see online and frankly, I just don't think that cookie cutter business models work where everybody in a program has the exact same, you know, business structure and business model. It doesn't work because especially in the yoga and the coaching industry, many of you want to stand out. You want to be known for something. And so you can't have a business that looks exactly like someone else's business, has the same message or has the same, you know, is the same exact, um, offer, right? Like that's just not going to work for so many reasons and that being one of them. But the other reason is that your business needs to come from you. It needs to come from your unique mission. Like what is your mission on your heart? What is the movement that you are emerging as the leader of the, from the offers that you decide to create they your business model has to support the lifestyle that you want to have. And so no two businesses need to look the same to be successful. That's just a limiting thought. I believe right? When you think like, oh, I have to do it that way because that's proven, right? Someone else has a business model. that looks exactly like that. So I'll just like copy that. And I'm not saying that it won't work, but will you be satisfied and fulfilled by that same, by those same decisions? (laughs) And so I just... Want to just remind all of you that there's just so many ways to grow your business and there are principles and there's philosophies behind the decisions you want to make in your business to make sure it's successful, but they don't have to be the same exact as what you see other people doing in your industry because your mission matters, your voice matters, your ideas, your concepts, they all matter tremendously. And so that's just kind of my happy birthday podcast message for all of you today (laughs) before we get started on the content. So, what did I want to teach today? I wanted to talk about a concept that I created called offer congruence. And I wanted to create this concept because it is a philosophy that I have. So I looked up the word congruence or congruent because I wanted to just make sure that, you know, I had quite the right word. (laughs) And what it means is it means that it's in agreement or harmony, okay? So congruent means to be in agreement or harmony. And when I think about my clients who have plans to scale their business, right? So that's pretty much everybody in my program. And when I say scale, there's a difference between – the way I would love for you guys to think about scaling is there's the earlier part of your business where probably your main objective is like working with clients one-on-one, where you're just – trying to fill your, you know, your one-on-one practice. So if 10 client, I, and I think for many people, 10 clients is a probably, is a, is a really good number to consider yourself fully booked with. Some of you might raise that number, might be 15. Some of you might have 20. For me, my fully booked number was 20. And at my height, I, I worked with 23 one-on-one clients in in a given week, which was a lot, not going to lie. Um, but especially for those of you who are working full-time, 10 is probably a a really nice number to be considered around fully booked. And that's when you're working with people one-on-one and, you know, you get on a sales call with somebody and you're telling them the details of your offer. You're making sure it's a mutual fit. It's an energetic match. And then they work with you one-on-one, often weekly, for a long-term offer. So for a length of time, like something like eight weeks, three months, six months, maybe even a year. I've had clients who've done year-long offers. The goal for many of my clients is to get out of those one-on-one, one-off sessions where you're really trading dollars for hours. So you're working with somebody for one session and that's it. And then they're off doing whatever they're doing. And you're like now turning over to look for another client. Instead packaging up everything that you do into an offer where you now work with someone for the long term, which I told, I spoke about this over the past couple of weeks. I've been really talking about scaling and what that looks like because even if you come into the mastermind and you're still working with people one-on-one, then your goal is to get fully booked. And then once you're fully booked, we're looking at, okay, where can your business go from here? What did you lay the foundation for? So I help all of my clients do that. I help them sell out their one-on-one offers, and I help them then sell out their groups and their programs. And I help them create the offer. Not just how long are you working with somebody and what are you helping them with, but the actual curriculum that goes into that. So I'm sure many of you know, I taught in New York City for 17 years, so I can pretty much write curriculum in my sleep. And here's what I have found I've had a bunch of my clients over the past couple of weeks, uh, we did our two-day kickoff, and we spent so much time really dialing in their offers, making sure they had rock-solid offers that excited them. And I have gotten so many messages from my clients over the past couple of weeks that they just feel so much more confident about their offer. They, they're they in the flow. Like, they feel like they're in flow with their methodology. Their clients are happier. Their clients are getting better results and they're signing clients at record speed. So clients are getting on sales calls and pretty much yes, before my clients make an offer to them. They're like, I just need to know when we're working together. And anybody who has had to navigate objections has been able to do so with ease because they're so confident in what they're selling. And that's a big problem that I see in the online space is everybody wants to like get bedazzled and you know shiny object syndrome of like, okay, I need this marketing template and I need to know my color fonts and then I need to figure out this 15 point script for a sales call. And it's like all of that shit would be, kind of like eradicated or it wouldn't be as a big deal if everyone just spent a little bit more time or a lot more time focusing on the details of what they're actually selling, right? Because if you know your program, you know what you do with your clients on a day-to-day basis over the course of if your offer is three months or six months, if you actually know that deep in your bones and you feel really confident about that, that just naturally makes your marketing easier right it makes it so much easier for you to show up on a sales call and make an offer for somebody to work with you when you are on fire about your offer right like those two things like it makes the marketing and the selling easier but so many people don't know what they're selling they think that they're selling the modality and even if they know that you're selling they're selling a result there's like this but i don't really know what i'm doing with them from session to session my clients can't say that because we map out the whole thing i help them develop the curriculum i help them develop the mindset they want to teach their clients so of course when we get to messaging and writing copy that becomes so much easier for my clients it pretty much writes itself and my clients end up like getting yeses on sales calls and getting and and that conversion rate increasing over time because they know exactly what they're selling and they know how to talk about it, right? But that doesn't come from you like trying to figure that out in a Google doc, right? Like that actually comes from you sitting down with your offer and the program and the method that you created for your clients. That's how all those other things get easier inside your business. Now, what is offer congruence? Offer congruence, is long-winded way of me getting to the point of today's podcast, but it's important, right? Offer congruence is when you go to create a new offer, you make sure that the offers in your business, right, that are underneath your brand umbrella are congruent, that they are in harmony with each other. I can't tell you how many times I see this happening, especially in the earlier phases of business where you're still like increasing your visibility, you're working on audience growth, you're working on, you know, getting your message out to more and more people. You're really stepping into that expert energy and that leadership energy is just starting to create offers that are not congruent, meaning You're just creating offers for like either who's in front of you at the moment or people who've told you no and you're thinking about why they told you no and then you try to create an offer from there or there's kind of like this shiny object syndrome where all of a sudden in the online space, everybody's talking about the same thing. So you're like, I got to create an offer and it's like you're creating these trends, offers from a trend versus offer congruence and you truly deeply thinking about what is the mark that you want to leave on the world? What is your mission, right? What is your movement? What do you want to be known for? And then from that energy, you create offers. And they, another way that I think about offer congruence is because then those offers make sense, right? They make sense to your people, right? They're like, I can do, her one-on-one offer, I could join her group program. Oh, even the retreat, if you have retreats part of your business model, do they fit your overall brand's mission, right? Does it fit that? Because if it doesn't, it's going to feel off to your audience. They're not going to quite understand why why you're making this offer. It's not going to speak to them because that's not what you're known for. And I think that at some level, like that is possible where you know, you can have a million offers for a million different things. Like if you if I think of like Tony Robbins, for example, right? Like the man could probably come out with anything he wants and people will buy it because he has like the depth and breadth and audience, and he has the money in his business to be able to play. But for a lot of people in the beginning, you don't. So you want to do things. I did a podcast episode a few weeks ago called Protect Your Profit. I think of offer congruence as you protecting your profit. When you're making oodles of money and you literally don't you're not worried about your business. You're not worried about your like your finances coming into your personal life. Like you can create some of those one-off offers that are like just for fun and you just, you just wanna try them out. But in the beginning, right? In the beginning, when you either first get started and you're trying to get booked out with one-on-ones or you're starting to move into this scaling phase and you're adding on another offer, you really wanna keep your offers congruent, meaning they speak to each other. Right? They speak to each other. They live in the same ecosystem and they feed each other. That is how I am thinking about my client, my business, and how my client, I want my clients to think about their business as they go to scale. Their offers should always be speaking to each other. They're not the same exact offer, right? Obviously, if you're creating a new one, it's going to have, there's going to be some differences and you should have your offers differentiated, but they need to be speaking to each other, especially when you think about your brand umbrella, okay? Buyers, and I think our culture just in general, are just so much more savvy. They don't want to have somebody who's like the jack of all trades. They really want somebody who is an expert. And one way that You make it very clear to your audience that you are is when your offers are very clearly linked to one another. There's a congruency there where they are in harmony with one another. So, what this could look like for those of you who are scaling is when you're adding on another offer to your business. And by the way, scaling isn't just about adding more offers. Okay. Um, This is just when you are in that phase and you're adding another offer. Does this offer speak to your current offer? So if you have one-on-one and you're booked out with one-on-one and you wanna add a group, the group that you create, the offer you create, and for the person you created for and the result that you're promising, that should in some way speak to what you've already been doing with your one-on-ones. It could be a maintenance program. It could be a foundational program. You could just decide you're going to create a whole group for people because you have a wait list. And so you are doing the same thing in your one-on-one just now in a group format, and you're figuring out the logistics of that. But there's a congruency there where it makes sense to your audience, these offers. Okay. That's really important to have. It just is really important (laughs) because it's going to separate you from, it's going to allow you to differentiate yourself in the marketplace. It's going to allow you to stand out. And when you stand out in a good way and people come to know you for a certain level of expertise, or you're like the go-to person in your industry, that just, feeds itself, right? It feeds itself because now people are talking about you. They know what you stand for. And so if that's in alignment with their values, they're going to want to align themselves to you. And what you'll have is you'll have people coming in at one offer, and then they might come back and and join another offer that you make. And they kind of stay in your community. And that's a beautiful thing, right? When I think about coaches, when I think about yoga teachers in particular, we like thrive in community and anybody who you see who is successful, if you really are studying them, right, if you're looking at that, you'll see that there there's offer congruence. I've never heard anybody else talk about it that way. That is my unique intellectual property. and But that is what you see them doing. And it makes so much sense, right? Like I think about it. I always like to use restaurant examples. So it's like if you are vegetarian and you go to this vegetarian cafe, you know what to expect. You know that the dishes might change, the specials might change, but you know it's always going to be vegetarian. So you would be very confused if all of a sudden they were doing like a Kobe beef burger on the menu. It doesn't make sense for their brand. Okay. It's the same thing inside your business. And I just want to af- offer this as a side note because I've had, I've, I've had a few of my clients, who wanted to model their business off of someone else's business, which isn't—it's again, that's not a problem, right? Especially if it really—if the business model speaks to them. I'm not saying like they're ripping them off, right, or plagiarizing or anything like that. Their my clients would never do that, but like their business model, like having you know multiple offers or like no one-on-one coaching and just doing like all retreats and those business models, you have to be very careful because you don't know why people are making certain decisions in their business. So even my coach, she said that she got an email from a client who said to her, you know, you preach one thing inside this mastermind, but then I see you doing something else in your business. And she said, That's because I don't have that business. What I teach inside that mastermind doesn't apply to my business. What I teach in that mastermind is for like, if you wanna make 200,000, 300,000, $400,000. She's like, I have a $10 million business and I'm scaling to 30 million. So the decisions I'm making at this level are very different than the decisions I made at that level. And so you want to be very careful if you are looking at other people's businesses and you're like, well they have like 10 different offers, why can't I? Do they have a different audience number? Do they have like you don't you don't know how much money they've brought into their business, so their business might have different needs, different requirements or just be able to create different types of offers because their business is at a very different level. And so I just want to offer that to you guys because um it's something that i got a lot of clarity around for myself and when i'm thinking about my clients right like which i think about all of you <laughs> so much my clients who and i consider you guys my podcast listeners you guys are my clients right you're paying me with your time so i think about you guys all the time i think about the people my mastermind and my one-on-one clients all of the time and this was something that came up a, a bit and i was like what's going on here <laughs> like what's happening and i realized that and I know I've spoken about this on the podcast, this is just showing up in a different way. When we make decisions based on what you see other people do, like you're missing out on what their mindset is and what their thought process is. You're also missing out on their lifestyle, right? Like you don't know why they have the business model they have, why they have that many offers. Does that There, there might be a very specific reason for them. And they just might be at a different place in their business that can like sustain that. And so you want to be very careful that you're never making decisions based on that. And that was just one little side note that I wanted to offer here. So coming back to offer congruence and kind of the theme of today's podcast is you want to make decisions in your business that really speak to setting up a solid foundation so that your business can scale and your offers can speak to each other. And how you do that is through offer congruence, making sure that your offers, right? So whether you're working, if you're working with people one-on-one and now you're going to launch a group or you're going to do a retreat, that people could potentially go from your retreat and become your one-on-one client or your one-on-one client could go to your retreat or this. And I don't mean the same exact client, but the same type of client, right. Um, or that your one-on-one clients might eventually like, they're going to move into your maintenance program for your group offer, right? Like it's the second set of things that they would need to do. Um, or maybe you're, you, have a uh, you already have a group program and you're thinking about creating a course right like that course could potentially be like the entry point to your group program right and the way that you do that is you really have to think about does this decision like the offer you're about to make, Does it speak to your overall brand's mission? Does it make sense to you and then how? Because you want to make sure that it's going to make sense to your audience. That's how you scale your business sustainably. It's through offer congruence. Okay, I love all of you. And again, happy birthday to the podcast. I have so much fun with you guys and I will see you all next week. And that's it for today's episode. If you love the show, we would love for you to take a minute and leave a rating and a review. If you desire to elevate the coaching or yoga industry, ultimately impacting more people, we need more soul-led entrepreneurs listening to this message so they know they can create a purposeful and profitable business. If you're ready to join me, it's time for you to schedule a call to learn more about how we can create some magic in my one-to-one coaching container or my mastermind. Go to denisefinieri.com to learn more. The link is in the show notes. And hey, let's hang out on IG. I'm at Denise I'll see you there.